So back to this American out, I think it's Orter wins the discus toss for the third straight time d- despite a cervical disc injury and a torn rib cage. Well, there you go. Well, damn. <laughs> These people really wanted it. Um, the U.S. and USSR end neck and neck. It was a tie with the Soviets winning more medals overall, but the Americans won more gold medals. So, ha ha. Um, <laughs> it distracts from the now. Um, distracts from the now. <laughs> um, in the summer of 1968, it was in Mexico City. So these games are controversially held at the highest altitude ever at 7,349 feet. The thin air is bad for athletes in endurance events such as, you know, marathoning. Um, but it leads to records in short laces, race, laces, short races, relays, and jumping events. So that's interesting. Um, Bob Beeman shatters the long jump world record by more than 21 inches. Damn. Fosbury revolutionizes the high jump with his back for back first Fos- Fosbury flop technique, taking home the gold. Okay, <laughs> Al Orter wins the discus a fourth time. On the winning podium after the 200-meter race, Americans Tommy Smith and John Carlos raise their fist in black power salute. The two are immediately suspended from the games and deported from the country. Swedish pentaathlete Hans Grunner is the first to be disqualified for drug use, having tested positive for excessive alcohol. Athletes compete in 122 men's events, 39 women's events, and 11 mixed events. The U.S. pulled ahead of the USSR, winning 107 medals, 45 of them gold, to 91 with 29 gold. All right, so in the summer of 1972, it was in Munich. So the Olympic oath is taken by a referee for the first time. Just as you were talking about earlier, Mark Spitz set seven world records and wins seven gold medals in swimming events. Can you imagine? Win- winning gold on seven events, but also all of those golds are world records. Yeah, that's insane. The games are overshadowed when members of the Black September terrorist group kidnap 11 Israeli athletes from the Olympic Village, killing two of them and taking the other nine hostage. During a failed rescue attempt by German authorities, the remaining athletes and all but three of the terrorists um, are killed. That's that's very intense. Okay. I did not know that happened. Um, after a day of mourning, the games continue, although Spitz, a Jew, leaves the country for his own safety. Wow, can you imagine? The U.S. basketball team loses a game for its first time, falling to the Soviet Union, but refuses to accept the silver medal, claiming that the clock had been improper, improperly restarted in the final moments. The Soviets lead the U.S. in the medal count, 99, 50 gold, to 94, 33 gold. The summer of 1976 was in Montreal. This was where Nadia Comaneci scored her perfect tens. Um, on the way to three gold medals, plus a silver and a bronze, nobody had achieved even one ten before. 
So that was the Olympics of Miss Nadia. Um, the original estimated cost of the Montreal Games had been $310 million. But labor problems, financial mismanagement, and the addition of an extravagant stadium, plus increased security, clearly needed the events... Um, clearly needed after the events in Munich, all the kidnapping that I just discussed, it drives the price tag past 1.5 billion. And that was in 1976. So Canada bars the Republic of China from the country and then allows them to enter if they agree not to compete as the Republic of China. So the Taiwanese consider this unacceptable and they withdrew. Dozens of other nations, mostly African, boycott the games in protest of the inclusion of New Zealand, whose rugby team is touring racially seg segregated South Africa. Um, also, Nadia Comaneci, when she made her 10, she was 14 years old. <laughs> wow. Five American boxers won gold medals, including three future world boxing champs, Michael Spinks, Ray Leonard, and Leon Spinks. The Soviet Union led the medal count, followed by the US and then East Germany. And then we go to the 1980 games like we discussed. So there's that. And then we gotta go to, we already talked about the 2000 games of the last one. So we're moving on to 2004. I was four years old. Um, <laughs> This was, <clears throat> excuse me, in Athens, I believe. Yes. Yeah, 2004 was that Athens, yes. So, the International Olympic Committee, also known as the IOC, which refused to redistribute, let's fucking say that again, which refused to redistribute the men's all-around gymnastic medals, despite admitting that a scoring error had given America's Paul Ham gold instead of south korea's gymnast so they basically said up yours america gets the gold <laughs> most memorable moment great britain had bradley wiggins and rob hallis recovering from a from a crash in the track cycling um and they won bronze and it gave wiggins his third medal of the games the strangest moment matthew emmons a 23 year old american accountant squandering a certain gold in the 50-meter rifle uh, three-position event by shooting at the target of an Australian rival in the next <laughs> So basically, in rifles, you, you obviously, you're, it's shooting, but in on his last shot, he decided to shoot his Australian opponent, his Australian rival. Okay. The American sprinter Lauren Williams, 20 years old and just 5'3", won silver in the 100 meter and dominated that event for years to come. So, so Paula Radcliffe dropped out of the marathon. Then she sat on a grass verge and looked over her shoulder to see if the TV camera was watching after she dropped out. And of course they were shooting her, so. Um, U.S. former Olympic champion Alan Johnson brings an end to his 110-meter hurdles career at the Games by stumbling and diving full length through the last of the barriers. 
Michael Phelps of USA, who won eight medals, six gold, and was ridiculously under-celebrated because he didn't match Mark Spitz, seven golds. So actually, Michael Phelps' first Olympics, he was not widely celebrated because Mark Spitz was just a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Then this next one, yes, you will appreciate. Um, the Australian women's eight rowing crew collapsed with the quarterfinal remaining, costing them a possible medal. So they just literally tipped over. Kelly Holmes, after all the years of heartache, all of her dreams come true in two glorious golden moments. Ian Thorpe, otherwise known as the Thorpedo. Five golds from two Olympics, and despite suspicions that he may have been vulnerable to other people possibly beating him, the Aussie demonstrated in the 200-meter freestyle that he remained the preeminent in the pool. Um, then, Kelly Holmes suddenly stopped being one of the, quote, best of the losers, and the anti-drugs war was finally seen to be to be being waged in earnest. So, moving on to moments that defined Beijing in 2008. So, basically from the record-breaking of Michael Phelps and the trend-setting Usain Bolt to the heartwarming stories of China's brave shooting star and Afghanistan's remarkable athletes and the Olympic Games in Beijing had it all. So, let's go over it. This was when Usain Bolt, 100 meters, at just 21 years old, Usain Bolt found time, and he found the time after that to turn and smile at the camera at the final moment of the man of the men's 100 meter. He did it in 9.69 seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's iconic. His shoelaces were undone, and he showboated his way to the world record, smashing the previous mark by three hundredths of a second. The world had a new hero, and he was unlikely to win, actually, but obviously. His long limbs carried him to the finish line in 41 strides. And then his closest rival, the young sprinter, flew to a second gold in the 200 meter, which beat Michael Johnson's 12-year-old world record. Yeah, that's pretty great. And then we have, of course, like I said, Michael Phelps. Um, Beijing was his year. I mean, all the rest of them were too, but Beijing was really when he got angry that people were comparing him to Mark Spitz. And he was said, okay, I'll be worlds better than him. <laughs> so it changed the entire view of swimming. And he swam 17 races over nine days in Beijing. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I know it's the Olympics. Dang. And he won eight gold medals and set seven world records. He competed in all four strokes and covered distances 100 to 400 meters. To say that he dominated, only twice did he look like he would not win. But he always came back and did. So, the first scare came in the when Jason Lezak proved himself to be the perfect wingman by chasing down Francis Allen Bernard to snatch gold for USA on the final stroke. But Phelps decided that he was going to kick up the speed, and he somehow, also he has a man wing, sorry, he has the wingspan of 2.01 meters. 
<laughs> and he snatched gold on the wall, finishing 0.01 seconds of Serbia's athlete. Damn. Then we have Du Lee, which is a 50-meter rifle three positions. She she is for China, and she um she was the champion in Athens of 2004, and she was in her home nation so the pressure of gold was a lot and overcome by nerves on the first day she finished fifth in her favorite event and subsequently broke down on national tv however there's a happy ending to the story she had a lot of support from beijing because you know she was competing in her nation so she came back and won gold in three positions so her triumph was one of a remarkable 51 gold medals won by China. Then, this is where Misty May Trainer and Carrie Walsh Jennings became popular. As I said a couple episodes ago, Carrie Walsh Jennings tried to get a new partner because Misty May Trainer is retired for the Tokyo Olympics, but his new partner didn't do so hell- hot and um, they did not qualify for the Olympics. They got beat out by like Poland or something. So Carrie Walsh Jennings is not going to the Tokyo Olympics for the first time in a very long time. It was in the midst of a 112 match winning sequence. Well, I'm sorry, this was her second consecutive Olympic games. It started to rain and it's beach volleyball. So it makes the sand, clay and mud, but they still played. And they won against the Chinese duo. And the pair would go on to win a third goal together in London 2012. And, like I said, Walsh Jennings did not qualify. But she is 42 years old. Then we have my queen, Nastia Lukin, in artistic gymnastics. So, two favorites for gold. Her and Sean Johnson, who is her best friend. They also were roommates in the Olympic Village. So... Sean Johnson, the 2007 all-around world champion, was the clear favorite because she beat Lucan for the first time, and Lucan is older than her by like two years. He beat her at national championships and Olympic trials. But Nastya, who was born in Russia, grabbed control of the competition with a series events that she just did really, really well on, and she led half a point ahead of Sean. But yeah, so very very exciting they are best friends to this day so really awesome um and sean got like second place so it didn't really matter lucan followed it up with a bronze on the floor and a silver on the uneven bars and the balance beam as we know balance beam and, f- and uh the uneven bars are nastia lucan's best events johnson finished ahead of her on floor and um actually in all those events that i just said so that gave them a silver in the team competition so okay moving on from gymnastics to diving matthew mitchum australian platform diving so he was one let's see a lot of chinese divers decided that this was their year to go to the olympics because it was in their nation so in the seven diving finals before the men's 10 meter platform the home nation had secured seven gold medals. So there was one dive left and China's athlete made a huge mistake at the very last second. 
So this gave Mitchum a chance. And he needed a near-perfect dive to claim gold, and he did it. So he was 20 years old at the time. Back two and a half somersault with two and a half twist received four 10.0 scores. So the perfect, because in diving they go one through ten, like I said. Yeah, so he took gold by just 4.8 points. Damn. Chris Hoy, in, who is from Great Britain, track cycling, he, over the course of five days, he won 18 consecutive races, remaining unbeaten throughout the games as he claimed three gold medals. By the way, I don't know how people do, you know, the Tour de France, like, I, it's just, I could never, no, I will rephrase, I would never choose to <laughs> um, do cycling, because, no. Also, my butt would hurt. He became the first British athlete in 100 years to triumph three games, or no, excuse me, three times in one games. And then we have Rafa uh, Nadal, Rafael Nadal, who's from Spain, tennis. So this was when he started to actually debut his tennis career and start to, you know, beat Djokovic and beat Federer and like it started to happen. And of course, tennis is in the Olympics. And just a shout out to Coco Goff, who is the youngest person since 1992 to go to the Olympics. She is just 17 years old and she will be on Team USA's tennis team. So that's very exciting. Um, got to see her at the US Open as well. Awesome. Rafael Nadal did not disappoint in Beijing 2008. He beat Djokovic in the semifinal and he extended his remarkable winning streak to 39 matches. This was when he really started to get hot, like I said. It was, a, it was a sequence that included the French Open and Wimbledon crowns, and it confirmed that he was a remarkable champion among champions. I love him. He's actually my favorite tennis player. So, Overall, the Chinese team had the most success because it's their home nation. I really do think home nation advantage in the Olympics is a thing. I really do. Sometimes it doesn't happen. It didn't really happen in Rio. Most, Actually, most of the times it doesn't happen, but it's even sweeter when it does, that's my point. So, the Chinese athletes won 19 additional gold medals at home compared to the nation's other four years. The divers and the table tennis and the badminton players led the way. And China actually won some golds in sports that they weren't expected to win, like sailing and boxing. Now I kind of want to be on the Olympic badminton team. Because <laughs> I'm really good at it. Um, yeah. What? No, you are. That would be interesting for you to be on the team. That would be really funny. And then Dad would be really happy. I think I'm a little late. But you know what? I'll, I'll go to qualifiers. I'll see what happens. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god. Okay, so... Moving on to London 2012. This was actually one of my favorite Olympic games. And, um, oh, oh, the gymnastics was so good. I could do a whole episode just about that. So the Brownlee brothers took home gold and bronze. They were from West Yorkshire. They wanted to do the triathlon together. So they wanted to cross the line at the same time. But the Olympic rules prevented that. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> um, there has to be a winner. So they both found a way to do it. The younger brother 
was hit with a 15 second penalty on a technicality in his changeover between the swimming and cycling. And um, his brother had other ideas after that. And so after the first two laps of the 10K run, they broke away with a 30 second lead for the rest of the field. And that allowed his brother to take his, pe- his penalty and still win bronze. So very interesting. And I, I got it wrong earlier when I said I had a teacher who is on Team USA. Not for decathlon, it's for triathlon. Another alon. So it's actually triathlon, that's right. Then we have... So this was when Maya Mokti and Michael Phelps had created their rivalry. So that was the thing. And then a single best race was the 800 meter final. So... Ryan Lochte and Michael Phelps fought for the title of the greatest all-around swimmer at the games. Both swam twice on the night, and they each had about 30 minutes to recover between races. Lochte finished third in the 200-meter backstroke and then got blitzed by Phelps in the 200-meter individual. Phelps staggered onto the podium, so he tried to lean against the wall to stop himself from falling down. Then he got back in the pool and destroyed the field in his 100-meter butterfly semifinal, finishing in the fifth fastest time in history. Just a little side note, after you win your medal in track or Olympics, you go straight to the podium, even if you have another race. So you have to get dressed, go back to the podium, get your medal, do your shit, and then get ready for your other race. (laughs) So he was a lot slower than when he won the final the next night because he was really, really tired. He swam with anger, as they said, because... Lochte went up to him and said, you're washed up. And so Phelps said, you think I'm washed up? Watch this. <laughs> and uh, he had no peers. <laughs> no friends. I don't know. Because everyone was like, wow, I hate you so much. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, this is funny. We've been talking for so fucking long. <laughs> like it's like I like you know not too much about Olympics, but more than I have ever fathomed in my life. And I'm just like, like all of it is incredible information, <laughs> but I don't know where to process what my response is going to be. <laughs> That's why I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause it's like a, it's like 11:30 over here, dude. Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm no. almost. Oh, it's 11. Never mind. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Um, oh my good God, woman. <laughs> well, I'm gonna edit most of it, but um. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's why I'm like standing. Like, it's cool. It's fine. But um, no, I just, I just love the Olympics, and I just know a lot about it. So. <laughs> yeah. Continue for real. It's just um, like I, I only speak on what I know, you know, I'm not going to speak out of turn, you know, but, um, okay. So I'll try to hurry this up. No, you're good. It's just like, that's why I haven't spoken in a while. So <laughs> I'm just like, what do I say? <laughs> Skating, uh, running. Cool. Okay. So Beth Tweedles, uneven bars regime. So <laughs> Beth Tweedle. Tweedle. <laughs> yeah. 
Say it again. Tweedle. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> my name is Beth Tweedle. I'm an Olympic athlete, girl. Watch it actually be like. Everything. Watch it be like Tweedell or something. <laughs> and, and then her sister's name is Tweedledum. <laughs> Crazy bitch. Beth Tweedle. The fuck? The hell you talking about that Tweedle fuck? <laughs> so, um, you ready for the race? Hell no. <laughs> Gymnastics. Sorry, <laughs> you can tell I'm ready to end this shit, bro. Like I'm on the floor of my apartment, like begging you to be done. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh god. <laughs> like you're saying stassy shit, and my brain is like, oh my god, I'm fucking fried, dude. Like I'm just being for real. I'm keeping it a hundred percent. Um. Oh god, that's hilarious. Um, I was I was editing. You think I'm washed up? Watch this. <laughs> I was I was editing our other episodes, and I went to the um the part where we were talking. I don't remember what we were talking about, but I I said Uzbekistan like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you were like, say it again. <laughs> um, okay. Beth Tweedle. <laughs> oh, God. Beth Tweedle. Bong Queen Queen. That's a great skit. In, in qualifying her belief, defying uneven, but this is fucking bullshit. She did well, all right? She got first on the fucking podium. <laughs> She fucking won, okay? <laughs> Next. <laughs> I can't do it, Tweedle. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't say that name and then just well, continue. Did she get, the other question is, did she get sponsored by Twitter after the rest? After the it's <laughs> it's TW... Tweedle. No, 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 it's... What are we talking about? <laughs> it's spelled T-W-E-D-D-L-E. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not Twiddle. No, Twitter, you Tweedle. I don't know, it's a plural. <laughs> you, you tweet on Twitter. <laughs> I've never had one. I have one. Uh, I just retweet. Um, okay. Jay Jones is Taekwondo gold. So. Um, now, Olympic martial arts is a very fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've actually never watched it, so that would be interesting. Because um, it's, it's never on. Fun, really. It's it, They never, they hardly ever do it. It's this competitive martial arts is point based. I did a little bit myself, but it wasn't, of course, Olympics, but it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's point-based shit. 
so they stop a lot so it's that's why it's hardly ever televised because it's boring as fuck because like the minute you go back and then they do it again and you do that like 15,000 more times and then you add up the points and figure out who won that's all you do judo is better because it's based on submission judo is fun but like point based taekwondo shit is really boring as fuck because it's just based on additions of how who got how many points and then that's the winner that's it um and then uh wushu though why did i say it that loud um wushu is is uh show kung fu so it's it's uh the performance art version of style that's fun um but for olympics i don't think it's gonna ever be in because there's no school you know it's just like people trying kung fu let's do it you know (laughs) uh, (laughs) um okay it's really uh, yeah moving on to the last um, one more just one more daniel leva male gymnast who is now retired he won two all-around bronze no excuse me he won an all-around bronze medal in london and he um won two medals in rio so he was the favorite uh to make the team until his dog bit him in the leg and broke his hand a month before trials began (laughs) so um damn what kind of dog is that but Leva won silver medals on the parallel bars and the high bar less than two hours apart. Then the women's all around. I could talk about that all day. I'm not going to. Um, then we have Lily King and the Russian swimmer, like I talked about. Ledecky had her dominant run, and she was only 19 at the time. The USA had a sweep of Olympic gold medals. Basketball gold, as always. Um, a lot more female sports and that is it okay ryan we're done <laughs> fortify thank you for listening please go subscribe and like and all that jazz thank you ryan for coming on and yeah season three will be up soon